Hi, this is Brad from Pro Wrestling Junkies, and today's guest hails from Canada. She started back in 2003, and she works both female and intergender matches. She's worked for 365 Pro Wrestling, Maniac Wrestling Alliance, Canadian National Wrestling Alliance, All-Star Wrestling, Vancouver Island Pro Wrestling, just to name a few. She's a two-time PWA Internet Champion. She's held the PWA Pure Violence Championship, the ASW Women's Championship, the N. MWA Women's Championship and the CNWA Women's Championship. Part of the tag team, the Von Slashers, the Cremator Von Slasher, and has shared the ring with Bambi Hall, Jordy Taylor, Nicole Matthews, Izzy McQueen, Chelsea Green, again, to name a few. So with that, I'd like to present my guest, someone who my six-year-old asked me if I was scared of, Rhea Von Slasher. <laughs> and that is, a, that is a true story. We were watching, um, Yesterday, we were watching some of your matches on YouTube, and like I kept looking at him because he wasn't like talking. And he's like, Dad, are you like, like, are you scared to talk to her? I said, I said, I I'm not gonna get hurt, like, maybe my feelings, <laughs> you know, but like physically, I don't think it's possible. We don't have the technology where she could reach out from the computer unless, screen and hurt me, unless I have some scary voodoo. Up my yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a true story. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little sore. Just hit the gym, but oh, uh, is it? Do you have to? Do you have to go to the gym every day? No. So I do. I do two on, one off, two on, and then the weekends used to be used for yeah. wrestling, but with COVID, when was the last time? Whatever. When was the last time you, you wrestled? When was the last time you wrestled? Um, I wrestled uh, two weeks ago for 365. They're doing shows um, in Campbell River for small crowds. Like we're only allowed 35 people in the building, but it's something. Yeah, and so. I bet those 35 people were so psyched to be able to go to a show, <laughs> you know, like. Well, that's what I said to the to the promoter. I said, you know, I've never been so happy to wrestle in front of 35 people. Yeah, life. it must feel great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before I forget, I. Case I was to address this, the PWA Pro Violence title. What kind yeah. of matches did you have? So those are actually that's a hardcore belt, and mm -hmm. I believe I'm the only woman in history to hold that belt. So it was just um, no disqualifications, full weapons. Uh, a lot of times falls count anywhere. Um, and yeah, I competed against men for it. Uh, I competed against a guy named Scott Steele. And uh, yeah, I are those. I, some of your harder, were those some of your harder matches in your career? Honestly, I love hardcore and I'm oh. sure anyone that knows me knows this. I am more likely to pull something in a normal match than uh -huh. I am to like take a chair to the head. Okay, fine. Oh, I pulled my hamstring out in a normal match. So um, I, I don't know. I love hardcore. You can get so creative with weapons and how you use them. Oh yeah. It's, it's all about the innovativeness. Do, have so you ever good. taken, I love it. have nice. you ever had to get stitches from one of those matches? No stitches. No. Um, I think the worst injury I ever got in the ring was just mm -hmm. a normal match. Like, uh, the worst injury I ever got in the ring. I was wrestling a guy named Eli Surge. Okay. And I was charging him around the waist to the other, from corner to corner, and mm -hmm. he slipped. And basically, I ate a bottom rope DDT. And my the, the sound of my face cracking was so loud, the boys said they could hear it in the back. Oh, God. 
And I thought I fractured my orbital bone, but it turns out I just fractured my cheek, broke my nose, and I had a concussion, and I had scrapes all down my face. And my face was probably double the size Jeez. by the time I got in the back. Did, and that was just a normal match. Did you finish the match? Yeah, I did. Do um, you remember it? Like yeah, after. I remember I remember a specific conversation. Uh, I didn't get up and go to the next spot. And the guy came to get me and he goes, are you okay? I said, yeah, I think I broke my face. I can't see, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me give me a minute. So, so he put me in a rest hold and I was like, okay, let's go. Uh, the promoter definitely gave me shit and drove me to the hospital right after that. Oh God. <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, I, that was probably the worst concussion. Like it affected my vision. I had to get like blinders painted on my glasses. Oh no, how long did and you, you could borrow bar those from my 96 year old grandmother. Did, right? Went <laughs> <laughs> around with glasses on top of glasses. Just so how long did that keep you out? Uh, I probably got back in sooner than I should have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you um, look, I, you come off like you, you've gotten past it, so. Yeah, it was, it was a couple years ago now, okay. but, uh, but I'm so, still scared of those ropes. <laughs> I bet. I remember, like, uh, do you remember, you remember, you know the wrestler Enzo? We used to work yeah. for, a, I remember he, like, something like that, he got a concussion, like, getting hit, sliding out of the, uh, on, yeah, the bottom rope. Yeah, I think he was rope. wrestling the Hardy Boys or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, yeah, I remember that. Also, I believe Taya Valkyrie moonsaulted herself onto a bottom rope and did the same thing I did. Oh God! That yeah, sounds, so it's not those hardcore matches. Yeah, <laughs> no, hardcore's fine. It's those. Yeah, yeah. Matches. You gotta watch out for. <laughs> so, is it true that at age fourteen you started training? When yeah, did so, you make that decision? Prior so, to. Um. I started watching wrestling right after the Hardy Boys. I think it was their first ladder match. Mm -hmm. And and I just got hooked. And actually a friend of mine's brother was in this local pro wrestling school. Oh. And we went and checked it out and I was 13. And the guy said, okay, I need you to be 14 to come come sign up. And the day after my 14th birthday, my mom signed the papers and it was something because the guy who trained me was like, oh God, he had to be like 300 and something odd pounds and he had uh -huh. no shirt on and he had this funky haircut and here I'm bringing my mom and I'm like, yeah, mom, I really want to do this. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Are you, are you sure you want to do this? Look at this guy. Yeah, I'm sure I want to do this. <laughs> okay, hon, 300 pounds cut or 300 pounds like my neighbor? My like neighbor. Like Claus. Okay, so, okay, perfect. <laughs> That's a perfect description. So it was worse, right? Okay. But no, I always wanted to be a boxer and my mom never let me. Okay. But then I found wrestling and I got hooked on it. Like I love violence and I loved organized violence more because nothing's mm -hmm. cooler than punching someone in the face and being friends at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, so she didn't want me to be a boxer. So she didn't want me to break my nose. Well, joke's on her because I've uh -huh. done that. And then some. <laughs> I wish I broke my nose. I was born with this. I've been called oh, Eagle. Okay. I've been called Eagle Beak before. But go on. That's fine. That's no fine. need to hear my sad stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you turned 14. And how do you balance training and I assume school and, and a teenager's life? 
So it got real messy real fast. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I missed so much school uh, that I had to go to an alternate education program. Basically, my high school said, if you miss any more school, we can't have you here. Uh So I went to, it's like, it's almost like for bad kids that don't attend. I got mm-hmm. put in that just because I was never around. And it was like, I could do a lot through correspondence. Sure. But I had to wait until I was 19 to, or, to or 18 to graduate. So I graduated with an adult dogwood just because I was never around. Yeah. So a lot of it was correspondence. Um, and yeah, I definitely grew up way faster than I think any parent would want their kid to grow up. <laughs> yeah. Were you, what, what was your what was your mom like about that? Like about the balancing mom, that stuff? She was very trusting of me and she had a lot of faith in the guy I traveled with to take care of me. Okay. Um, I, she's heard some road stories since I've been older and she's like, ma'am, what was I thinking? Yes. But I'm a strong ass bitch now. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Totally. There's a reason my son was nervous for my safety. (laughs) (laughs) So, so at like 14 or 15, you're traveling around Canada and not quite Canada. I, uh, we spent a lot of, so where I lived, the nearest regular promotion besides the company I trained in was eight hours. So a lot of times we'd drive eight hours, work a show and then drive back. Um, But then I did a lot in Alberta when I was younger for Mm -hmm. a company called RCW. Okay. Um, And they used to do like, you know, a week long tour or whatever. So we'd be on the road for that. So it'd make it worth our while to drive all the way out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as Canada, I don't think I've ever been farther than Winnipeg. Okay. So, and your parents, so who is this person that you were traveling with? uh, His name was uh, the Mahler, not to be confused with the MMA guy. Okay. He uh, he went to a couple of classes in the Lower Mainland and uh-huh. basically taught himself the rest. And okay. then he taught me, which I know is very frowned upon. Uh-huh. But I have picked up training where I can and on the road, you know, you're on the road with a bunch of guys. Hey, yeah. can you sell me some stuff? So I think I've done very well with what I had um, for a foundation. I don't think you could really get away with that by today's standards. Yeah, yeah. Trainings, and there's so many more training schools now. Like, you gotta remember, we're talking like 2003. Mm-hmm. There wasn't many girls in Canada wrestling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Never mind, you know. Most of my early career was against men. So, mm-hmm. were they very like, especially since you were like a teenager, were they protective of you? You know, um, mm. not <laughs> not as much hindering or no. Okay, so in the ring, they didn't want to hit me. And my trainer said to me, you know, they don't want to hit you and it looks like shit. Hit them a few times and they'll change their mind. And I think that's how I got my snugness. (laughs) Like, I'm a little snug. (laughs) And I think it was just like, I want respect. I want you to hit me. Here's how I hit, hit, give it back to me. Uh So, so it was a little bit for them at first to want to hit me back, but also I'm not a small girl. I'm probably smaller now than I was in my early career. Like I know I was. Okay. I was a very fat kid when I broke. I like at 13, I was 220 pounds. You know, so, so I I was solid. <laughs> yeah. So were you, were you like athletic though? Like when you were younger? 
Yeah, I always played sports and stuff. Mm -hmm. My mom could never figure out why I was so chunky. And it's mm -hmm. funny because I work with a personal trainer now mm -hmm. and it's just like, oh, because you fed me crap. <laughs> totally. but, um, but I started lifting like my real dad. Uh, I don't have any like, he's not in the picture or anything, mm -hmm. but my real dad was a bodybuilder. Oh, wow. So, so he showed me when I was younger how to lift weights. So I've probably weight trained since I was about 14 years old. Okay, so, so, so you were solid. Yeah, <laughs> there was some fat in there, but yeah, but completely strong. <laughs> yeah, enough to intimidate other men, like men at least. Right. Um, so how long between when you started at 14 before you got sent down to the, uh, the ring for your first match? I think it was like six months. My debut match, I believe, was March 2003. Okay. So, and it was, I remember my first match was planned out for me by my trainer. He mm -hmm. typed it out on a typewriter. A typewriter. Right? <laughs> I worked the same guy for like, I want to say a 10 day tour and we did the same match in different town over and over again. Like the same moves, the same sequence same of everything. everything. Wow. Same everything. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I mean, by the end of the, by the end of the tour, I knew the match, but my first match, I think we were in a town called Smithers, BC, just like a little piss ant count. Like, uh -huh. And I think there was maybe 10 people in the crowd. And there was a part where I was supposed to vault him out and he was supposed to pull my hair and I was supposed to bump. Mm -hmm. And he missed my hair and I looked around and I bumped anyway. <laughs> <laughs> have you been, had, has, has anyone, did anyone capture that in video? Like, were you able to see it? I don't it think again? I have that, but oh. I definitely have younger, like 2004 pyro matches on VHS. Oh, I'm really? So horrified to watch oh my god yeah. <laughs> so i got another question so when did you meet cremator is am i pronouncing that right yeah like a cremate so i met cremator and oh god he's gonna kill me because he's so much better with dates than i am <laughs> i want to say 2005 2006 okay and i was like 15, 16, and it's funny because I was just a ref on the tour. Um, my trainer wanted me to get more training before I worked the girls that were on the tour, which was ridiculous because I was better than one of them. Anyways, <laughs> not, not important. Oh, I'm going to get this, to that later, actually. I have a question <laughs> just about that. Go on. This band kept harassing me, and this big, tall, seven-foot guy came just came over and stood by me and creeped the guy out so much, he left. And I was like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've known Cremator more than half of my life at this point. Now we're married, so I mean. Oh, oh, so you do know them. You guys have developed like a kind of close relationship, you could say. Yeah, it was it was it was off and on for a very long time, but so, we we got married two years ago. So, so. I guess you have you have fought, maybe not in the ring, but Oh, we have. Was, we have. So how we was that? A, we had an unsanctioned match, which basically means it was hardcore. Mm -hmm. uh, that was my first thumbtacks. And the finish was him choke slamming me off the ring apron through a table. Were you guys involved yet at this point with each other? We, oh, we, yeah. We've lived together since 2010. And so you were a couple been, at that point. Yeah. We've, okay. We've been a couple since 2008. Okay. Um, before that, it was kind of off and on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we were we were 
We were living together, common law, and he choked me, slammed me through a table. Oh my, did you do anything to him? Oh yeah, I took two. He doesn't like working me because I'm super snug. Okay. I remember at one point he ripped off the referee's belt and I'm like, what weapon is whipping me right now? And I look up and this motherfucker has a belt. And I'm like, so I'm taking these lashings and I get up and I go to fire up and he's making the referee put the belt back on. Put the belt back on so she doesn't get it. Put the belt back. Now that was completely imp improvised. Like yeah. taking the belt, jeez. We did not discuss this. Yeah, I was gonna say, how was the, the drive home? And then once you got home, like, did you guys talk about I, it? I think critique each story. other? Pardon? Do you critique each other? Uh, yeah, we try not to. Like, mm -hmm. I, I love him to bits, but I try not to watch his matches and he tries to not watch mine just yeah. because of how we are as people. Like a lot of times I know what I did wrong. I'll watch it back and I'm like, I should have, I could have, I would have. Uh -huh. A lot of times I don't need him to tell me that. Yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. just be like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you totally, I know, <laughs> I watched it. Yeah. So but, is um, it is it fun to, to tag with him? It is. Like do you get excited for those matches? It, it It's fun to tag with him just cause you know, you get to have those little inside jokes Mm -hmm. in your in your real life. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, I hate doing tag matches. Oh, in general? I hate them. I'm a very selfish worker. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So, I always say I'm so selfish and I I, I know it. <laughs> like, I see well, Cause like in wrestling psychology, one gets beat up the whole match mm -hmm. and one's the big hero. And yeah, who do yeah. you think I am? <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, th but that's, it's funny that you bring that up because um, do, do you find like the, that you're, do you have the feeling that you're competing against other wrestlers? Not like to, you know, win or lose a match, but like seeing there's someone that like, I've been in the business way longer than this person. I can go, you know, a lot harder than this person yet. They're like higher on the card. Like, is there competition like that? So there's an old saying in the business. Um, I want you to do well, but not better than me. <laughs> oh, that's so I think whether a wrestler admits it or not, we all have that mentality. Mm -hmm. Yes, I want you to do well, I want you to do well, but I want to steal the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, we're in it to perform. Of course, we want to captivate people over top of like, don't get me wrong, I love my wrestling family and I want them to do well. Sure, but I want to do well too. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> You want to be at like the top of the picture with your yeah. arms around like the children. Like yeah. Yeah. So, so you got to win, but they were chanting my name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were the last one to leave the ring. Yeah, so. Um, okay, so uh, one last question about, so do you, um, do you help like newcomers like that are first training? Do you like pass on like stuff that you were told? So yes, especially being a woman in the business. Yeah. Like it's, gotten better now but when I broke in it wasn't a friendly place like my first day of training I was 14 years old as we know <laughs> I was told you will never be anything more than a woman wrestling is the most sexist racist business ever don't sleep with any of the boys that was my talk the first day so absolutely I for a long time hold on hold on I, I, I hate to interrupt they said, don't sleep with any of the boys. 
Yeah. They said this to a 14 year old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Matt, real talk. Real yeah, talk. yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh my god. And it, was a, it was a good piece of advice, but no one yeah. at that age is gonna listen anyway. So yeah, let's totally. be real. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but because of all this, um, a lot of girls come around and they don't stick around. So a lot of times if I'm doing women matches, it's mm -hmm. usually against rookies. So for a long time I was the hand you put in there to help the green girls through the matches. Mm-hmm. Which I don't mind. I, I want there to be more girls. Yes, I want you to do well so there's more of us, so there's more. Sure. But at the same time, you get pigeonholed. At what point do I get to go up and shine if I'm always holding someone's hand? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't mind helping. I enjoy helping. And like inside the ring and outside the ring also is very important, especially in this industry. You just need to know etiquette and, and the kind of situations you could get yourself in. Yeah. But... um. But at the same time, I wanna I wanna work someone better than me too, so I can shine or learn from or yeah, you know. Of course. So, so it's kind of a 50-50. I don't mind helping, but I want my time too. You know. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're still young. You know, <laughs> use this time to. to get I don't on feel very young, but. Well, I, you I, are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Um, okay, I won't keep you much longer. Um, I actually have a bunch more questions, but maybe next time, because uh, I want to ask you about some other topics, wrestling related. Uh, but right now, I'm going to leave you with five random non-wrestling related questions. They're just yes or no questions. You can um, you can elaborate if you want, or just say yes or no. All right. All right, you ready? So I used to binge drink in college. Do you binge drink any television shows? Binge watch uh, any television shows? Right now we're doing Cobra Kai, so yeah. Oh, I got. <laughs> I want to see that too. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Have you bought a newspaper in the past five years? No, the news is awful. <laughs> Have you seen a payphone anywhere in the last week? Oh hell no. Okay. If I paid you ninety-two hundred dollars per year. Would you change your in-ring name to Brad Marcus? Hell yeah. Okay. And have you ever taken in a stray animal? No. Oh yeah, wait, my, that, my husband has, does that count? Were you guys uh, together at the time? No, but he ended, but but it ended up my cat too. <laughs> oh, okay, so you had a step cat. Yeah, of course, that, that's, that works out perfectly. All right, Rhea, thank you so much. Even though you have a filthy mouth and <laughs> you feel so utterly uncomfortable with those words, um, I still would love to talk to you again. Um, when are you when when are you performing next? Uh, so it's kind of hush hush, but um, so VIPW's seven year anniversary would have been in the next two weeks. So we might be filming some stuff okay, to really. Okay. Well, so this weekend. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. I gave a specific time, but sometimes. All right. Um, stay well and healthy and safe. And um, I would love to have another conversation with you another time. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have a great night. You too. Bye.